don't know, this is okay, isn't it? I like this music. Yeah. Yeah, where'd John, we get this music? You, you well, call this heavy metal. I don't know if it's I didn't metal. Call, I said hair metal, not heavy metal. Well, that's I mean, even worse. Very much a hair metal sound. So now that's, I'm thinking, it's poison? <laughs> okay, sure. We'll fit. We'll put poison in that category. Uh, my my kid who did that music actually is a fan of poison. So yeah. Oh no! What, what can not I tell you? Dylan, not Dylan. He, he, no. He, 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 he likes everything. He's a he's a well-rounded didn't we, musician. Didn't we promise each other we weren't going to fight, John? We're already fighting. <laughs> We're fighting already. Well, welcome to news from the Krabby Coffee <laughs> Shop with John Height and Don McLean. I'm Kenny. And uh, news from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to us by Your Name Here. <laughs> oh my gosh! How exciting! Get, get in on the ground floor That's while the getting right. is good. It's like good. Bitcoin. Come on now. <laughs> Rates are cheap, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll let you in, and we'll talk we'll talk about you. I, I hear a rumor that there actually might be a partial sponsor next week, so uh, hopefully oh. that will happen. Yeah, partial. Then, Does that mean we only have to do half a show? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that, or just talk oh, about uh, half of what they have at their store. <laughs> Oh, that's even, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So 30 minutes at least. Um, yeah. And so the what what's our notion here? The whole notion is just to goof off and have fun with stories you may have not heard in the mainstream media. And that's why Don and John are here. Uh, they have a handful of stories. I have a few. Uh, and I've noticed that all the stories that I've collected all make me mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know what. That's I'm what thinking. this is about. It's news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We are here to make you mad, Kenny. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's get started, John. You, you're an old pro at making me mad. What do you? That's got? true. <laughs> I, I don't think this one will make you mad, but uh, it was about a guy. The story is about a guy in the United Kingdom last week who wrapped up, and I can't use a lot of this story because of some of the names, but he wrapped up a tour of the United Kingdom that he did on a 50 cc moped. And he went to towns that have rude names, for lack of a better term. Oh, oh, give me some. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I you really can't? can't. But, John, they're actual town names. They are, they are. Um, so, so you can do it. We can do this. As long okay. as, don't use, the F, don't use the F word. Well, that's one of them. Yeah. Can, okay. can, I, use, <laughs> can I use a reference to the S word? Yeah, yeah. Let's try okay. and see what well, happens. Well, he's he start. Oh, by the way, this was for charity, so he wasn't doing it just for fun. Uh, he raised more than twenty thousand pounds for the Institute of Cancer Research. His name is Paul Taylor from Oxfordshire, and he started the trip uh, in Great Britain in Shitterton. Okay, that's all right. I, I can can I say that really? Yeah. yeah. Are, are the okay. residents of uh, Shitterton called S-heads? <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what, what's the name of their football team? The Flying S-heads. Uh, he told uh, Mr. Taylor, the BBC, that this all is just one big adventure. Uh, he said it all started because his friend Alex Leventis died of cancer last year at the age of fifty-five, and he wanted to do something to help beat the disease of cancer. And he called it his moronic moped marathon. I thought it was a ridiculous place to start that would raise some money, and he was correct, obviously. Uh, he said he is considering a version 2.0 of his journey, uh, this time traveling west to east in Great Britain. He said uh, he couldn't squeeze all the silliness in this first expedition. And uh, I didn't have any other town names because I didn't think I'd be able to say any of them. But oh, I, I can certainly on. look. I'll, I can look some up. We do uh, another story. Yeah, bosoms. And we can come come back uh, to that. 
Who's the twin? Where's where that? Yeah, yeah, the Twin Cities, left and right. Oh Bosoms. my the- gosh! I have a couple. <laughs> um, if you if you're out there listening, you might not know that I am originally from Missouri or Misery, as we call it. And we have a couple that I could tell you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there's one called Climax Springs. Okay, we have no, that we here, have, too. Yeah. You do? Yeah, we do. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. we have a Climax. But Climax Springs, that's even better. And then, then we have a town to it. <laughs> we, we have a town called Licking. And so I always used to do- joke that you have to go through Licking to get licking to Climax to get to Springs. Climax Springs, right, right. Do they happen to have a walk? Do they have a waterfall in town? That would be uh, just awful. Uh, you know, I haven't muscle. spent a lot of time, unfortunately, in Climax Springs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. In dirty oh, old Missouri. Oh, yeah. John, your yeah. story about this guy is a direct, it's almost the same as the story uh, that I brought to the table. And I really oh. wanted to book this guy as a guest um, because I'm fascinated by him. His name is Tyler Pinnanen. He was um, He was in the service. Um, and he, let's see, he grew up in Grand Rapids. He's in his 30s now. He got his first experience in construction industry during his time in the Army. He was deployed to Kandahar, um, uh, rebuilding entry control points and bridges, right? So he mm. came back. He joined the Nitro Circus. You guys know what Nitro yes. Circus is? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Tyler decided since they can forward flip motorcycles, <laughs> he was going to do it on a snowmobile. Oh. And in fact, he was able to pull it off. Uh, it's a lot more difficult than planned. But this spring, as part of a stunt to raise money, he decided to drive a Honda CT70, which is a mini bike that Honda made in the okay. 70s, yep. from uh, his town in uh, Grand Rapids to somewhere, I have it here, in Maine. And he wanted to raise like seven thousand dollars for a um, for an organization that converts motorcycles, snowmobiles, and other vehicles into um, something that people that have been injured in war uh, in, in in the service mm-hmm. um, to make them drivable for these people. He wanted to raise seven grand. He raised, I think, twelve thousand. But this crappy, and it was a 1,776-mile journey. Um, and he did that because, well, for the obvious reasons, uh, but it was also a 1,776-mile drive. And uh, his CT70 had 1,776 miles on it. And these things are tiny. You know, you're eating your knees on these things. Ooh, yeah. So he's driving small highways, et cetera, et cetera, making his way to Maine, and the thing broke down. Oh. Um, yeah. So, and um, a GLer had sent Joe an email way back in June when uh, this guy was going to do this, suggesting we book him as a guest. Joe printed it out and then laid it on his desk. And I oh. found the <laughs> I found the email last week when I was in Minneapolis for the fair. Uh, so I tried to book this guy as a guest, but he won't return my call. But uh, anyway, I thought it was a really fascinating story that and is. something that yeah that uh, would kind of fit what we're doing here on the uh, Krabby Coffee Shop. But I don't think there were any dirty named towns yeah. along the uh, way. I did get back to the story on Mr. Taylor, and I have some now. I'm a little skittish in some of them. <laughs> well, but, uh, all they can do is fire us, John. Come on. <laughs> That's true. Good, good point. You're, you're kind of hoping for that, aren't you? Uh, he went to... Uh, Ass Hill, which is in Dorset. Oh, That's good. nice. That's nice. He went to 
Oh, this I, I'm going to get in trouble. I, he went to Sandy Balls Holiday Village in New Forest. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Sandy Balls. I've been to that beach, Sandy Balls Beach. <laughs> he went to, now this is a, definitely a Great Britain thing. He went to Willie in Warwickshire. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Upper Thong <laughs> in West Yorkshire. Who I'm going to skip a couple are? of these. Who thinks these up? How do yeah. these come about? There's... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to skip. Uh, there, he did hit some oh. roads too. He made sure he went to towns that had normal names, and had roads with funny names. Okay. Uh, like he went to Crumps Butts Road, <laughs> B-U-T-T-S, spelled spelled We're as such butts. Children, we really <laughs> All are. All this really delights are. us. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we'll go with one more, and I'm going to skip the rest. Uh, in South Yorkshire, he went to a town called Penis Stone. Oh. So. Okay. That's, that's it. Oh. <laughs> the funny thing is, is the guys on uh, Top Gear, and then they moved to Grand Tour. They have done all of these um, drives, <laughs> and, and they've mentioned them. Some of them, they just show the name of the town, like uh-huh. on you know, on the edge of town, uh, but they don't say anything about them. Yeah. But I don't understand why they can be so liberal and fun while at the same time being so tightly wound and clenching all the time. (laughs) And and they mock us for clenching all the time. I I think they're Uh worse, but at least they have some fun with their town names. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay. I have, um, if you're lazy, do you feel lazy today, guys? You want to change jobs? (laughs) Um, that's most days, but okay. changing yeah. jobs. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Okay, well, here are the best jobs for lazy people. I found this list. Um, there are a few here. I'll just go through some of them. Um, TV or film critic. Now, that's oh. going to make our friend Paul McGuire Grimes kind of mad. He works pretty hard at that. It's a hard job to get, but once you have it, you're just watching movies in your PJs all day. That's what it says. Yeah, okay. and, and conjuring up opinions, right? Even right. when you don't have one, you just fake up an opinion and you go with it. And people, if you do it more, people respect you, actually your opinion, and then you put it out there and people are like, oh, well, he said it, so it must be a good movie. Have you ever been recommended a movie or told that you would hate a movie and then the opposite happened? Yes. All the time on the Jason and Alexis show. Sometimes I just stay away from things that uh, Jason likes. It's funny that you bring up Jason because my very first time that I met Jason was when uh, Royce was doing a morning show. And um, this was before my talk was conjured up. They were just a a women's station, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we had Jason on uh, as a movie reviewer. And I I wish I could remember the movie, but Jason told me that I would hate it. And I watched it anyway and absolutely loved it. So (laughs) that was my first meeting with Jason. (laughs) Well, you know, it just goes, sometimes we love the same thing. So I can't really say that anymore. Um, You know, and Alexis, she's kind of has some weird choices too. But they probably think the same thing about me. So everybody's opinion, you know, we all have them. I had some in-laws who insisted, insisted that I would love the film Roadhouse. Oh, oh my gosh, oh. why don't you? I Well, I watched an hour of it and went, I, ca- I can't watch any more of this, I'm sorry. I Roadhouse. Can't even, but it's and so I love Sam, Sam Elliott's one of my favorite oh, guys in yeah. the world. Yeah. And, and I just, I couldn't sit through it. I couldn't make it. What China. about... Uh, what about Patrick Swayze's hair is always perfect in every scene. <laughs> it is. It, it is, is so coiffed and curled. It's like yes. way more than any girl would ever do. <laughs> and he gets into a fight and he's not sweating at all and it's recurled. It's yeah. perfectly sprayed. And 
every time he puts somebody on his back, he's got like a James Bond-esque <laughs> quip. He's always got something really funny to say. It was just on last week, and I sat and watched part of it and laughed the whole time. It was fantastic. The only thing I got out of that movie was, remember, uh, the late, great Jeff Healy. They showed him yes. in the bar playing guitar several yes. times. Oh, and yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Jeff take his own life? No, no, Jeff oh. had cancer. Uh, oh, he had, he can't, had cancer. Yeah, it, sp- okay. it started in his legs and uh, spread to the rest of his body very quickly, actually. Wow. Yeah, and I he think passed I, away quickly. John, I think I saw him at the fine line. Does I, that uh, sound saw familiar? Him, oh, he, yeah, very well could have been there, yes. I, I saw him open for Bonnie Raitt at the State Fair, actually. In, oh, gosh. oh, my God. Was there a lightning storm off in the distance behind Bonnie Raitt that night? Um, not that I remember. I think that oh, you, were, I, you might have been on something. Your own, it was your own. Storm. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing I remember about that day is it was the same day. Uh, long story short, sort of, Bonnie Raitt was Stevie Ray Vaughan's sponsor when he oh. cleaned up. Yeah. And that was the same day or yes. the day after that the helicopter he went down. That's the show. <gasps> yeah. That's the oh, show I was at. No. Yeah, and that was the fair. Yep. What you're not remembering, John, is in the background behind the stage, there was a huge, what we call, heat lightning storm oh, okay. going on. Sure. So it, oh, yeah. It would have like been up flickers. in the... flickers, yeah. Yeah, and it was lightning going across the sky instead of down, and I will never, ever forget that night. That's wow, amazing. I don't so that's the where, lightning, yeah. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I saw Jeff Healy. Cool. Yep. Yeah. We yeah, were at the was, same show, John. <laughs> well, probably not the only time, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, and we Don and I were at, I think we've talked about this maybe off the air, that Don and I were actually at the same show at one point, and it was OzFest at the Dome, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you were working the tour, mm-hmm. and I was just partying. Yeah. And if I remember... <laughs> it, Shocking. What, what, was it Ozzy and Black Sabbath? Yeah, I think it was. It was. That's oh, that's what drew me. Tony Iommi had his own little right. part too. Right, um, and his um, own little part. I mean, he was a freaking <laughs> first stage, and he was right. like headlining almost. And uh, Marilyn Manson, yeah, with the with the most uh, offensive T-shirts I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my I'm surprised, gosh! I'm surprised God didn't lash out and uh, burn the place to the <laughs> oh ground that night. Oh my gosh! Well, maybe they and, will now after his current, you know, all the oh, stuff. Oh yeah, that's he's on in trouble it. now. Ooh, yeah. And Rob, was it Rob Zombie or his band, which was called I don't remember Zombie? Um, I think it was Rob Zombie. I did right. it. For a couple of years, so it depends on which year. Was it 2000 or? Boy, don't tell. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to say 1999 because that will make me sound old. Kenny doesn't even remember what year he got married, so don't ask him oh. what year he went to a no. concert. He actually <laughs> also the other day had to calculate how old he was on his calculator on his phone. <laughs> he did, okay. He and he showed it to us, and he goes, this is, I had to calculate, this is how old I am. Oh, Don, yikes. it was the next day or later that day that I had to do the same thing because I discovered that this week was my uh, anniversary. Of <gasps> you discovered, huh? How did, did you discover yeah. it because roommate told you? Yeah, she sent me a text. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, late in the afternoon, by the way, so she forgot too. Um, but then I, I was, she was my, just waiting to see if you remembered. Oh no, she knows I don't remember. She knows she she knows. So later the day, uh, in the day, I'm in my uh, bedroom, which uh, ironically enough I share with my roommate, um, and there's a little embroidered sign on there that says our names and the date we got married. And I've forgotten it already, but I think it's 27 years. 
It was 1994. I remember the uh, the picture yeah. you sent out. Yeah. So I also <laughs> so had to calculate. Know, so John knows your anniversary and you don't. <laughs> Could you remind so, me next September year, John? 6th. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a little note in my phone. Me too. September Let Kenny 6th. know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, what were we talking we were about? We were talking originally? about the laziest jobs. Oh, oh right. yeah. You want to know some more? Yes, please. Sure, okay. yes. Uh, being a house sitter, if you're trustworthy, people will pay good money for you to take care of their house oh, while they're away. Oh, Don McLean. Yeah, I house sit for Jason <laughs> Matheson and I babysit his dogs. And it's a good deal because, you know, I sit around and watch their big TV and. Uh, <laughs> It's a fun time. <laughs> I get to have dogs for a couple weeks, and then I realize once I leave, I'm like, okay, it's nice to babysit other people's dogs. And then, because the responsibility is like a toddler, you know, right. they're like children. Yeah. And so right. I feel like I've gotten past that in my life. Um, my daughter is an adult. And so I'm like, all right, that's good. It's good to visit dogs. And now um, I'm going to have no responsibility again. You made a video of those dogs pulling you around downtown Minneapolis, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the thing I've been dying to ask you, what's in their medicine cabinet? They got any good stuff in there? <laughs> medicine Like I dig through their medicine cabinet. Well, yeah. No. You do. Come on. Absolutely not. Oh, my right. gosh. No. Remind me never to have Kenny over. God, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even let me use your bathroom. Well, what's another lazy job? Okay. We have mystery shopper. You shop at stores that you already go to. I've always wanted to do this. Like, you know, you go to a restaurant, it's paid for, and then you just yeah. fill out a survey about how their service was. And Okay. These people, um, I can't remember what they're called for bars, like spotters or something like that. And they're the most hated people of bar staff. Uh, in, in all of hatedom, these people are right <laughs> at the top. Because you never know when the person you're serving or the person you're ignoring is actually, and I'm calling them spotters because I can't remember the, the right name, hmm. um, is one of these evil person uh, people. And then they go back and they file a report, and they only file reports if you're bad. You know, if you're a good yeah. bartender, you know, nobody's going to tell you. But if you make one mistake or you oh my God, the ignored, pressure. I know, you ignored somebody for 30 seconds, then management comes down on you. And mind you, you got to keep in mind, bartenders aren't making, the only money they're making are tips. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, uh, they, I don't even think they make minimum wage, do they? They well, probably they make now. server's wages. Which, yeah. when I was a server, I made two thirteen an hour. Oh, God. Exactly. And then, you know, I was working at a breakfast place, and sometimes there weren't a lot of people in there. So you're like, well, I made $10 today. You oh, know? that's no way like, to live. You get one tip. Oh. But yeah. even though I, I thought that that's probably an evil profession, I thought, boy, that, that job's made for me. All you got to do is go to bars and order drinks. Hell, sign me up. Now, aren't your... Um, well, your views about the bartender skewed after you've had a couple? Like, what if you hate his hair and you're maybe jealous because he's better looking than you? And you're like, I hate this guy. He's terrible. He's more fit than you. You're like, ah, this guy needs to be punished for no reason. My thing in bars, it, it comes down to me. It's like, why am I invisible? Why, why is he or she walking right past me? You know? I, oh. And I think we've talked about this before. The key is... The first drink you order or the first round you order, over tip 
like crazy. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, seriously, way over tip. And then they see you the rest of the night. But you got to keep right. the t- tips rolling in. They don't have to be uh, a super big tips, but that's how you get good service in a crowded that's bar. That's so over true. Tip. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. don't need to like make a new friend or anything. They don't have to talk to me all night. I've got enough friends. Yeah. <laughs> just make uh, sure just, you get a drink, right? Yeah. I just <laughs> right. Want, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, don't ask me where I work because I might have three, you know, and then have to sit here a while until I can drive home. So don't judge me. So that attitude, a lot of bartenders have that. And what I've discovered is the best bars for that type of bartender to work in are music clubs where the music is so loud sure. that yeah. you can't have a conversation. <laughs> and even when they try to ask you what your sign is, you just give them the, huh? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. talk for a living. We don't want to talk outside yeah. of work, right? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, is it the constru- I suppose this, these are jobs for lazy people, though, right? So construction wouldn't be a part of that. Because oh, I've always no. wanted to do road construction. Oh, are you kidding me? Really? That's so hard. You're putting your oh. life at risk every day. But you're driving the sun. And, oh. You're driving cool equipment. That, I've always cool. wanted to drive a dozer for a living or a, uh, anything. Oh, it would be so awesome. That's, that's hard work, Kenny. <laughs> it's not on the list, but we'll make a list of other things you want to do when you lose your job. Okay, <laughs> construction. All right. Um, okay, uh, here's another one. Test proctor. I don't like the word proctor. It proctor. sounds like someone's Oof. giving you a exam. What does that mean? <laughs> it's somebody that mean? who monitors people while they take tests. All you have to do is sit at a desk and look at them. You just watch oh. them so that they don't cheat or whatever. Oops. You know, they oh. don't have time uh, to for every teacher to be everywhere when people are taking tests. That sounds oh. very boring. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, they also have security guard here, which I think would be super boring. Um, mm-hmm. I love our security guards here. They, they're really great guys. Um, but I feel bad for them because they're just stuck in that room, right? Yeah. Right, watching yeah. monitors. Yeah. Well, you know, unless that's your thing, spying on people. There are, I Where just are the cameras because... in this building? <laughs> <laughs> I always think, can he see me walking down the hall and just have to pick out a wedgie or, you know? <laughs> Oh, God. In the Twin Cities, there are over 100 test proctor openings. <gasps> really? <laughs> wow. I just typed in test proctor, and it, uh, tons of them popped up. Oh, my God. So if you're looking for part-time work. <laughs> That's great. Huh. I used to, for extra money, um, be a oh. product tester. Um, mm. And it would, believe it or not, it was one of my interns that worked here. So I would leave the morning show, and it was a place in Roseville we'd go, and we just have to try out, I don't know, like new colas or foods yeah. or whatever and give our opinion. It never took more than two hours, uh, and, and it paid pretty well. It was better than giving plasma. Oh, great. Huh. I did something similar in a grocery store where I was paid to just give my opinion on what the product, the design of the product looks like, like coffee creamer. They would come up with a new design, and I'm like, oh, that looks really phallic, <laughs> and I think you should change it. <laughs> like, and they're like, what do you think about the font? And I'm like, well, the font's fine. I mean, I guess you could use Kenny's favorite font, Comic Sans, Sans. Um, Sans. but people probably wouldn't take your product seriously. Um, And uh, yeah, what about the color? I mean, they go into so much detail about what you actually, you know, it's just amazing. These companies want to know every aspect of what you think about. It's like a hundred questions. 
then you get tired of it. But you're like, I just made 50 bucks. We've been on the other end of this, and sometimes without even knowing it, when um, our bosses uh, get together, I don't know, what are they, focus groups? or Sure. Um, um, and they play little snippets of audio, and then people give their opinions on us from, you know, anywhere from a minute to five minutes of whatever we were talking about at the time. <laughs> and uh, I've said this many, many times on the air. When management tells you you research well, yeah. be very, very afraid. Yeah, be what does that mean? Be very afraid. Because that means there are a lot of people like me out there, and that's a scary world. Or they really don't know me. I know me, and you shouldn't like me. So something's, <laughs> something's wrong here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to have to make the music tape where I'd put 15 seconds on of each song, and then they'd send it to the focus group. And I thought, oh, 15 yeah. seconds of a song you're using to see if people are going to like it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Auditorium yeah. testing. I used exactly. to be in music radio, yeah. and we would pay big money to yeah. get like 500 people in a room, and they would just go through each song, and they'd go, yes, I like it this much, or no, and then you go on to the next one. <laughs> it's got wow. a good beat. You can dance to it. I'll give it a 92. <laughs> right. Oh, God. <laughs> that was, what's his name? Um, bandstand Dick, guy. Dick yeah. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dick Clark. Yeah. Rate a record every week. <laughs> yep. Boy, I remember that. Um, any more? Yeah, we've got a polysome, let me try this again, polysomnographic technologist. And that huh? is a sleep tech. <laughs> so people that go do sleep studies because they might have sleep apnea or wow. other sleep disorders, they have to go in. I've been into one of these places and been the sleeper, but these people yeah. watch you sleep, which I um, hope they've taken some kind of an upper or had some coffee because that's got excuse me i don't you know agree with taking how, uppers, just to be clear how do you know that they're not goofing with you when you're sleeping oh whispering things in your ear like, or taking listen to garage logic or no uh, you're laying there with your mouth wide open snoring you know uh, yeah. cutting up logs and one of the jokesters comes by and unzips and hangs it out next to your open mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Yeah. You went there, huh? Wow. You had to go there. Well, well I, I did that. I had, it just so happens I did that to a buddy of mine back in the 80s. This yeah. is not good for you to say on the air. It isn't. Trust me. It's not. <laughs> he, worked at, he worked at Pennzoil, in, uh, in which they were based in Fridley. And evidently, the photo made its way around the entire oh, building. Yikes! <laughs> oh, you took a picture? Yeah, yeah. It was before digital, so it was a oh picture that had God. to be developed. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And they developed it at Walmart. <laughs> Something like that. They used I don't to not. Know. Yeah, they used to not develop those. <laughs> right. It was a Polaroid. <laughs> so he thought it was so funny that he uh, brought it into work and showed everybody. Sometimes, uh, what wow. I used to do, uh, not to, we can revel. In that story a little more if you want to but no okay. please no um please. when when digital cameras first came out like in 2006 or somewhere around that where everybody had a myspace and taking pictures i used to like to take my friends cameras and you know take pictures of things yeah. body parts and then just sure. not no head like it's not like they knew who it was right but then they would have a picture of things oh. on there nothing that bad but we'll just say oh my god that <laughs> reminds me of the opening scene of a very fun, funny show and i think it ran on i think if i remember right fx 
for maybe three, maybe four <laughs> years called You're the Worst. Yes. Have you seen that, Don? I have seen a little bit of it. I didn't end up the, finishing the it. but opening scene, a guy is at his ex-girlfriend's wedding. He's sitting at a table, and you know how at weddings they all have uh, there's disposable cameras everywhere, right? Yes. <laughs> He's got about 20 disposable cameras, and he takes a whole pictures with each one of these cameras of his junk. Oh so my horrible. God, it's so juvenile, but I love it. Yeah, that was a really good show. It was really good for two years, and then the final year, it just got, yeah, it was yeah. lame, uh, same old thing. But I mean, it's re- really reassuring to know that you've done that. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that makes me trust you more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't let me around your cell phone when things might happen. Yeah. Okay. You know what? The other two are boring, so. Hopefully John has a story for you. Well, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you know, uh, we keep talking about how uh, we're we're being watched all the time. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, Singapore, which which we're not in, in this dire straits yet. They now have uh, are starting trials of robots who are out patrolling public areas. The reason Mm-mm. they want to detour poor social behavior. What? So people uh-huh. are on their best behavior because the robots will see them. Yes. And then uh, they oh. they have put out two autonomous robots to detect bad behavior. Uh, that bad behavior in Singapore they consider flouting COVID nineteen safety measures, smoking in prohibited areas. So if you're having a heater, you know someplace you shouldn't. Wow. And the improper parking of bicycles. <laughs> I don't know what that means. How'd that make the list? Yeah, I don't know. I could think of so many other things that would be bad. (laughs) Are they doing that in New Zealand or Australia, too, with COVID? They're doing, yeah. Australia's really strict, I know, with uh, their COVID uh, stuff. John, this Uh, reminds me. uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. The two two robots uh, are equipped with cameras, so uh, they can... Uh, shoot video of the person doing whatever, and uh, hopefully the authorities can catch up to them at some point. Uh, they take real-time alerts to commands and send them to a control center. Uh, the trial's taking place in an area with high foot traffic in central Singapore. They said it'll be a three-week trial, but then they hope to have more robots, and they'll use them for surveillance and display wow. messages to educate the public. Oh, oh this is scary. I'm afraid creepy. of robots. I oh. want them to be around because of just efficiency and things, but I don't mm-hmm. want them to be telling on me when I do bad things. No. Well, doesn't this remind you of the Whole Foods story we did this morning on My Talk, Don? Oh, yeah. Whole Foods is starting, um, by the way, owned by Amazon, um, said that it will bring its cashier-less technology to two Whole Food stores for the first time, letting shoppers grab whatever they need and leave without opening their wallet. This is how they're doing wow. it, John. Cameras and sensors track what's taken off shelves. shelves. Items are charged to an Amazon account after the customer leaves the store with them. Ooh, that scares the bleep out of me. You know how many times I've picked up a product and put it back because I'm like, "Ah, I don't want that. I don't need that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So when you're in a box store or a big store, do you notice the cameras, the little eyeball things everywhere? I don't really think about it because I'm not doing anything weird. 
Yeah, well, I, I know. I know about Kenny them does. for obvious reasons that you know, Kenny. But but I never look at them. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm obsessed with them. I walk around looking at all of them, and sometimes I do that old lame, you know, scratch your the side of your head with your middle finger thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, it, and one thing the public really probably doesn't. Well, I'm not going to say the whole public, but a lot of people might not realize is. When you're driving around on city streets, you're being watched, yeah. and it's not yeah. just the freeways. It's eye St- in the sky. Yeah, start looking at uh, intersections and stoplights and et cetera, et cetera. You'll see cameras everywhere. Um, so if you're running red what are lights, they doing? Oh, it's exactly. just red lights, or what else are they looking at? No, they're looking at us. Sometimes they're watching us. Sometimes I change us. my clothes at a stoplight. Exactly. That's what I'm if saying. If no one's around and it's a little bit dark, and I'm like, I, I'm going to this event. I gotta get, I've gotta get this dress on. I'll yes. pull my bra out of the sleeve of one. Every, I think every woman has done this at some point. Right. Unless Kenny's mom is listening right now, <laughs> she might be. Don't say anything bad unless my mom's listening. Okay. Um, but yeah, but I, I don't want people watching me all the time. No. I mean, even if, what if you're with your best gal or best guy and, you know, you're at a stoplight and nobody's around, you know, a little bit of, you know, <laughs> hanky-panky just yeah. to pass the time. For sure. <laughs> For, foreplay at the stoplight, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> these two whole food. Stop. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it's only at this point two whole food stores, one in Washington, D.C., and the other in Sherman Oaks, California. But you know... You absolutely know that this is going to be happening, oh, and this yeah. will be everywhere within five years. Yeah. yeah. And then you combine that with the story we did, um, and I'm just, wait, did I look it up or not? I don't have the story here, so I'm just going from memory. Mercedes-Benz now, you get in this car, brand new car, mm-hmm. you put on a helmet, and you drive this car, John, with brainwaves. I, I don't get that. <laughs> that Neither is do we. not... Right. It reads your mind. You can change. You can change the radio station, the air conditioning, the. Um, you can turn on the car. You can shut it That's, off. I'm not no, sure. Oh, it, no, no, okay. I, mean, I don't want that. I so, don't know if it controls the movement of the car, though. I think you oh. have to do because I my mind drifts a lot, and I don't want my car well, to drift off the road. How many times have you seen a sweet little innocent old lady standing? next to the curb and there's a big water puddle there and you think you know i really ought to swerve over hit that puddle and drench that nice old lady because you just have a deviant (laughs) mind and you're never gonna do it Uh, well uh not i'm never gonna do it again um but you know yeah and how many times do I think of pulling into Chick-fil-A, but I don't. I mean, I'm going to go. Now I'm going to be there every day. I know. Come on. I don't need to have mac and cheese every day. Or you pull out of Chick-fil-A and think, I should get back in line. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, right. like you're at Disney World or something. <laughs> Didn't you just order, sir? Yeah. Oh. I just looked at this Mercedes-Benz. There's no steering wheel or anything. So everything oh. is controlled oh, you've, by your thoughts. Oh, you Everything? No, there's no wheel buttons or dials you inside guys, the car. What What about people with ADD? Oh, yeah. no. Or we ADHD. You know, I mean, this isn't going to work for them. And I just have a creative mind that wanders a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean. I'm all hmm. over. 
I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including right now. And I was uh, actually while you were talking, I was thinking. Um, I wish I would have told you to check your Twitter account before we started recording. Did you see the tweet that I retweeted to you yesterday, Dawn? Do you have your phone in I front of you? I have my phone. A lot can of you times go to your I Twitter? don't. Yeah, I can go to my Twitter. I sent um, you a picture of the new Minnesota state record for a northern pike. And oh I just, God. Do you see it? No, not yet, but I don't even want to. No, <laughs> you've got to go. Don, uh, John, she's got a thing about water and the ocean and sharks. Oh. and Large oh. creatures in the water. Yeah, and we have the same issue with our buddy Matt, um, yes. the rookie, yep. who doesn't like swimming in lakes because of large uh, pike and muskie. Uh, and I was hoping we were going to do this on camera because I bought it. I brought a tape measure in. Did you find it yet, Don? Ah, shoot! A lot of people tweet me. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> how do I? I'm so bad with Twitter. I'm so bad. Oh, news! Here four, we go. Um, yeah, teenagers sets Minnesota catch and release record for northern pike. I'm going to click on. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Bre- Brecken Kobalecki, 46 and a quarter inches. And I was hoping we were going to do this on camera so I could show you. I brought a, hear it? a tape measure in. And you could literally, Dawn, almost spread your arms almost the whole way. Just bring them in a little bit, a six inches on each side. And that's the size of yeah. that fish. What's well, that? Almost four feet. So Yeah, yeah that's almost four, four feet. Four feet on your body. Go up four feet. So, no. Yikes. I'm on uh, I'm on the DNR mailing list, so they sent a story about this, and I'm looking <sighs> at it. Chills all over. It, oh, this <laughs> it gets worse, Don. It gets worse. Uh, in this story from the DNR, the DNR also certified a 57 and a quarter inch muskie. Now that is what is that? Let's see. Wow. What's a muskie? I can, uh, it's like a giant version of a northern. When I spread oh, my arms no. as far as no, I can no. go, they come to 64 inches. So it's just a little bit less than that. And I just wanted, wanted you to know, Don, that next time you go up to the lake, I know you like going to Donna's cabin, and you decide to go out swimming for a I little bit. I don't go out in that lake. Are you kidding me? <laughs> or even dangle your toes, oh. your painted toenails, off the dock no, into the water. I would never. I would never. Oh, my gosh. I did get in Lake Superior uh, when I was up in the UP a couple of weeks ago. I did get, in, you know, I'll go into about my knees just because I like, you know, I, I like the sand and stuff like that. But as long as something isn't going to grab me and pull me under, oh, my so, God, it's so terrible. You know what? You would probably freak out at my mom's place. She lives on a lake, sand bottom, spring fed, and you walk in to up to your ankles or below your knees and little minnows come up and nibble yeah. on you. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't want anything nibble. I hate the word nibble, number one. Number two, no, please. No, no. That, uh, I don't like it. Um, when I was you a believe- kid. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, when I was a kid, that was a big thrill at the lake we used to vacation at. You know, I'd walk in the water and let the minnows swim around and nibble on my toes. Oh, and I enjoyed God. that. It was fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you believe that I have been uh, noodling? Catfish noodling? What are you doing? What? That, 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 that doesn't, what are you doing, <laughs> Dawn? That doesn't make any sense. I that, know. That's no kidding. I, listen, I've this... done, for a radio bit, I did it, and it was terrifying. You stick your hand, of course, people know what that is, I'm assuming, but you stick your hand way down into the sludgy, disgusting muck under, 
you know, in a lake and you pull or out. Or a they, creek. Or, yeah, or yeah, a they, river. They'll grab don't. onto it. And it scared me more than anything in my life. <laughs> like, worse than having a child. Worse than giving birth. I couldn't believe it. It was the worst. John, I, I had formed a split personality. John, she's jumped out of airplanes. What? I what was are skydiver, you doing? yes. What? 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 How? Please tell me they paid you like 10 grand. Come no, on. No, I just did it because it, I had a morning show and, you know, you just do it. Hey. You guys. You, you got to learn to stand up for yourself. I have now. I mean, I agreed to do this podcast, and now I'm regretting it. Well, yeah. it looks like that's all the time we have, guys. <laughs> oh. uh, do you have what kind of stories do you have left, John? Just give me headlines. Uh, let's see. Let me go back looks here. Looks like we're out of time, though, for real. Yeah, we are. But I just want to hear what we, we missed. Yeah. I want to hear what um, we missed. Well, what do you mean? I can still use them next week. <laughs> yeah, we're not going. Uh, yeah, we. Well, it's we a we guy who started a, a fire just uh, in a Circle K, you know, one of the little uh, convenience stores. Sure. Uh, the reason he started the fire, he wanted everybody to be distracted so he could grab a six-pack of beer and run out the that's, door. That's brilliant. Oh I'd God. love to talk yeah. about that next week. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, guys Dawn, who stole from a... I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, oh. Dawn, you, you've got a story you're sitting on. Yeah. Uh, this, the states where most people are, the most people are killed by wild animals. Yes. You know, that's, uh, you know I want to talk I about know. that. I know. That's just for you. Yep. Um, you have a percentage of people say their most important possession is. And then you uh, guys have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. John, you have anything left? Uh, I got uh, uh, some uh, uh, bad criminal story where uh, some guys robbed a Tommy Hilfiger store. And uh, then uh, the police caught up to him, and they tried to deny it, but they were wearing Tommy Hilfiger shirts <laughs> with the tags still on them. So I love that. Hearts. And as uh, you hit the close music, and we uh, shut this thing down while to. we've been while we've been talking today, the guest that I tried to book, Tyler yeah? Pinanen, uh actually emailed me, and it sounds like we might be able to spend some oh. time with him next nice. week. Oh, and one other thing, John. Since um, the Krabby Coffee Shop and the whole idea and notion of the Krabby Coffee Shop came from Patrick Royce and me, uh, yeah. do you think do you think we should have Royce on? Yeah, talk to him. Sure, he's got plenty of things to tell us. I'm sure. But wouldn't it be? <laughs> wouldn't the nice thing to do would be not have him on? Wouldn't he appreciate that more? <laughs> Probably. Although he gets bored, you know, so he may have some free time. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll discuss that uh, in the coming days here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, downloading and listening to the third um, episode of News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with John and Don and me. Thank you. See ya. <laughs>